Chapter 1 Oh, Be Wise I wish there were a way to convey in words the annoying sound my alarm clock made. I spent several days piecing together consonants and vowels to represent the most horrid, grating, angry, electronic buzzing sound possible. But everything I wrote ended up looking like some kind of inappropriate word. I would set the alarm to sound promptly at 6 a.m., retiring to bed with every intention of rising in the morning alert and full of energy, only to be jolted awake by that hideous noise. Irritated by the buzzing sound, I smacked at the alarm until the noise stopped. Maybe I enjoyed that small victory at the start of each day, exerting control over my little world and, as a reward, receiving another five minutes of sleep. It was short-lived, however. After the five minutes passed, the alarm sounded again, the snooze button was smacked, and I was still not terribly awake or full of energy. Throughout this high drama of man versus alarm, my wife, Michelle, remained asleep by my side. She had a different morning routine. When her alarm sounded, and it had a much nicer tone, she would arise, turn it off, and get out of bed. After nearly 18 and a half years of marriage, she was reluctantly resigned to my snooze button power struggle. If I had to be up at a certain hour, I would usually awake before the alarm sounded. Unfortunately for Michelle, I guess I had too many mornings when I just didn't need to be up that early. She could get quite irritated when I chose to snooze rather than wake up, chiding my behavior by saying, Why don't you just get up when the alarm goes off? Or, If you really intend to sleep to 6.30, why do you set the alarm for 6? Sometimes I could see she was right and I would apologize. But most of the time, I felt quite justified staying in our comfy bed, especially on those mornings when I didn't need to be anywhere in particular. As perplexed as she might have been about my tendencies, she wasn't above occasionally pushing me out of the bed, her feet extending quickly to my back, thrusting me through the sheets and onto the floor. But somewhere in our marriage, she had come to a state of exasperated resignation, adapting to the noise to the point where she could just sleep through it all. I even tried putting that alarm across the room, forcing myself out of bed to hit the snooze button. But I would just turn around and plop back into bed until it went off again. It took Michelle a bit longer to tolerate that behavior, as she didn't like the bed shaking when I jumped back in. I met Michelle Dorney for the first time at Churchill Junior High School in Salt Lake City, Utah. A straight-A student, active in sports and various activities, and upon reflection, one of the most beautiful girls in the school, Michelle was wonderful to be around. We were friends throughout high school, going on double dates together but never dating each other. I think that was fortunate. Perhaps dating her then would have ruined any chance with her in the future. I always felt that she was incredibly polished and refined, while I, on the other hand, needed a bit more work. After I graduated from high school, I wanted to serve a proselytizing and service mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I was subsequently assigned to the Paraguay-Asuncion mission, deep in the heart of South America. I give that little bit of geographical reference because when I received my assignment, I had no idea exactly where Paraguay was. It probably took away from the anticipation and excitement of the moment when, after reading, you have been called to serve in the Paraguay-Asuncion mission. I then looked at my mom in bewilderment and asked, where's that? Perhaps I should have balanced all the science classes I took in high school with at least one more geography class. 
Before I had even figured out on a map where Paraguay was, I was wondering if the country had been mistyped and I was really going to parasite Asuncion. And yes, I contracted several while I was there. Thank you very much. It was probably life's way of giving me a bit of payback for my flippant, light-hearted word association while we scrambled to find a map. The geographical confusion aside, the time I spent in Paraguay was a wonderful way for me to realize that the world extended so much farther beyond the city limits where I was born and raised, and that I wasn't the center of the universe as I had sometimes supposed. The wonderful experiences I had working and serving in Paraguay among a people that I came to love dearly remain among the sweetest and most important memories of my life. I'm satisfied there is no better place on earth where I could have served. I became better prepared for life and a bit more refined as well.